see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags when the day is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with every and the toy, it's second to none. Welcome to another fantastic episode of In the Stacks with Barry and LaToya. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. We are doing our show a little bit earlier than normal, which is pretty cool. And so I'm hoping that it also means that we'll, <laughs> this may be one of our shorter shows so I can actually just do this and then be done and go watch Veg Out on some amazon prime stuff so it is true i mean i've got several things to watch last night was the season finale of american horror story how was it that well i haven't watched it yet oh because it it comes on too late it comes on like 10 o'clock you know oh my gosh yeah um what time is your bedtime again like 9 30 no i get in bed at 10 Mm -hmm. read for like half an hour and then i turn off the light by 10 30 okay yeah but um, so I need to watch that. And then, of course, there was a new episode of Riverdale last night also. OK, um, but we've got lots of things to talk about. And you've already. Well, you, you might have a lot of things to talk about. On me. <laughs> you put pressure on me by saying it was going to be a fantastic episode. Well, I mean, it, it can still be a fantastically short episode. All right. Well, then let's keep going. All right. So you can start. You've got stuff to talk about. All right. Um, I turned 47. Uh, so I'm officially old. I turned old. <laughs> so 47 is the definition of officially old. It is. Just it like some rando number. <laughs> it feels a lot older than 46. Really? Six like, is like, you know, it's still got a six in it. Sixes are kind of sexy, right? And <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a sexy looking number, right? Sure. But now it's like a set 47. 47 feels very close to 50, right? And then yeah. 50 feels close to 60 and 60 feels close to dead. <laughs> um, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this. Most of the men in my family mm-hmm. not in their seventies. Right. Right. Women, they live a long time. Right. But they kill the men. Right. And so the men die in their seventies. So yeah, like, I mean, that means you still got a good at least 20 years, 20 years at yeah, least for 47. I mean, it feels like, damn, you know, I got a couple of weeks left. <laughs> okay. Yeah, only um, you would look at it that way. Well, it's just, you know, when you've had a kid, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, like the 13 years that Julian's been alive have gone so fast. If this, if the next 20 goes that fast, I'm telling you, Latoya, guys, <laughs> now. Oh, I'm not God. long for this world. Okay. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> I mean, I'm concerned. I, you know, I was trying to plot out today, you know, it's like, am I, how am I going to retire? Because you're oh, 62, right? And of course, I won't have 30 years, which is what they want you to have for teacher's retirement. Because, you know. Yeah, but doesn't your library time count? No. How uh, does it not count? Because that opens up a whole slew of worms. All right? Oh, my gosh. Just, just trust me when I say I have um, currently for retirement about $2,000. All right. <laughs> When I turn 62, right, I've already gone into like Social Security and seen what I would get, right? It's like a thousand something dollars a month. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. And then, uh, but 
teacher's retirement, you can retire uh, as long as you've worked 10 years and right. are over the age of 60. So mm -hmm. 62, and I'll have worked for 18 years by that time uh, as a teacher. I only got to put in another 15 years to go. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, because like, so, wait, wait, wait. so then when I retire, right, mm -hmm. get me at least another like 1500 a month, right? So basically, I'll be drawing in what I'm making now. But of course, we'll have had 15 years worth of inflation. Right? right. And who knows what my health will be like. Right. And hell, I mean, I, I, I can't live like this. <laughs> 15 years before I'm this. Okay. I, I'm starting to see your dilemma there. But I mean, with TRS, I thought that but my money was rolled over into an IRA. Oh, that's what happened. IRA was that's cashed why. out. Yeah. You know, to I left that things. mess, but I was like, mm. I mean, but, but you didn't go through a divorce and have to do have to pay back a bunch of stuff. I would say hey, that would be the literally the last thing right. I'd be I'd tell them to touch. I'd be like, look, you can have whatever you want. Don't touch my retirement. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Oh, uh, yeah, I, so, I'd forgotten. But, about you know, maybe that. maybe I'll just die in my sleep. <laughs> and then I don't have to worry about it. Right. I'm sure, I guess. So as I get closer, you know, either that or I might come in to live with you. No, I don't even like my husband living with me. Why would I have you live with perfect. me? I would be perfect to live with you because I can go days without speaking to you. That's that's true. That's very yeah, true. I would be just like a ghost that you would occasionally see. <laughs> there's like this pale shadow out of the corner of your eye, you know. And, <laughs> you know, there's like books lying around everywhere, but otherwise you wouldn't even know I was there. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. So I, I want I sent you a picture. Yes. Um, Daddy I, got a new pair of shoes. Right? Yes. And I was going to guess at what that thing is on the shoe. All right. So let me explain the story. Now, first of okay. all, every year for my birthday, my mother gives me a pair of tennis shoes. Right. Right. And then I wear those tennis shoes for the next year. Right. Until they or until they start falling apart. Right. And In then, time for your next one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so this year, you know, she let me pick out my shoes this year. Right. Well, normally she doesn't. No, normally she just buys. She knows my size. She'll just buy. Oh my gosh! Okay. But yeah, I mean they're just shoes, right? I'm not even big into shoes, right? I'm not big into shoes either, so it's fine. Oh, see that that's a, but I need I need you to call upon. We'll get to that. Okay. Okay. All right. So this year I just logged in and I saw these shoes I like. They're Adidas and they were about the same right price range she had told me. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah, these these shoes are fine, right? So they came in and they fit great. They look good, <clears throat> but there's this thing attached to the shoelaces, right? Yes. It's not like, um, you know, normally there's like these things there and you just rip them off, right? But this thing is like a little chain attaching it to it. It looks like a little like fob or something, right? A little. Yeah, it says thing. cloud form. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, it's Adidas cloud form, and uh, which is like the, the, the heel that's in it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I know your people are really into shoes. Your, oh, hell no. Right? And. <laughs> So I need, I need, I needed, I didn't want to like ask anybody else, right? And I was like, well, I'm going to talk to Latoya. Okay, because I am the blackest black person, you know. Well, right? yeah, and I was, I was like, you know, I know your people. There's like something innate. It's like dancing and singing and playing mm -hmm. basketball. It's like this innate knowledge of tennis shoes. Right? Okay. So I'm asking you, all right? Should I remove this thing? Yes, you remove that. Okay, because I didn't want to commit some sort of fashion faux pas. Because no, I'm thinking, and again, I'm, and there'll be like a price tag hanging off their. <laughs> well, you I mean, to cut off the price tag. 
You're funny, Mr. Reese. Well, you're old school anyway, so removing it would be acceptable. I've never seen anyone walk around with it. I think that it's there for individuals when they're like maybe not necessarily trying on the shoe, but considering the shoe, they can feel the, you know, how soft it might be, um, uh-huh. you know, walking on it kind of thing. So I think maybe that's what it's there for. Otherwise, okay. it's just stupid. And I mean, I'm going to use this as our, our the, like, this episode's image. But, um, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to keep it on there. And if you do, that would be stupid. I didn't know if it would make me look cool and with no, it. No, no. No? Even if it okay. was the thing to do. No, I mean, it's like the shoe itself is a completely different cover- color than the thing that's it hanging is. off of it. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Because I thought the shoes looked pretty pretty smart, you know. But then there's like this yellow thing yeah, like no. attached to it. Now I haven't tried to disentangle it yet, but it is a little chain. Yeah, but where the like in the picture on the left hand side of where the chain is, you should be able to pull it to get it to unclip itself. Because it's just anyway, it's it's really not as difficult as you might think it is to remove it. Okay. But I, yeah, that is I've never I've, seen anything like that on there before. I can only assume that's what it's there for is to, for you to get a sense of how soft it is by touch, you know, feeling the clown right. form. Well, um, I was just worried that I, when I was walking around, it'd be like flop, flop, flop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but okay. All right. I, I, see, I knew you would know. Dude, I'm just like making it up as I go along. I'm assuming that that's what it is. Cause this why is, else this would is that like, be there? This is like an episode of South Park where there's a, there's a black kid who goes to their school. His name is mm-hmm. Tony. And you, have you ever seen Token? Yes, I've seen Token before. Okay, you're right. And there's this great episode where uh, Cartman is forming a band, and he wants Token to be in it. He says, "Token, go bring, uh, you know, a bass guitar." And Token's like, "I, I you know, I don't have a bass guitar." Mm-hmm. Like, like Token, you do, right? You're black. <laughs> go home, look in your attic or your basement, and come back with a bass guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And later, you see Hogan coming in with a bass guitar, and he's like, "God damn it!" Right? <laughs> he had one at home, right? Right. <laughs> So this is like that. It's like, you know, you're like, I don't know nothing about shoes. And then you did. (laughs) I was just making an educated or maybe an uneducated guess as to what the heck that thing was. Right. That's my assumption. So you'll have to post the picture itself on Facebook or something. Because, yeah. Well, then you said you were going to use it as the cover. I am, but I don't know if it'll come through. Sometimes the images decide they don't want to come through. So anyway. So, well, congratulations on getting older and getting closer to the grave. Yeah, and... <laughs> the grave. So, I yeah. mean, but you, how was your birthday? Um, you said, I think you shared your kids had made you a, a, a card, right? Yeah. It's funny when Where you they... my kids, that implies like I have lots of kids, but yeah. Well, I mean, you always call Children. them your kids, so. Yes, yeah, my first block, uh, they, they took some, because I've posed for pictures with them before. Mm-hmm. And, um they somebody had uh she had made a like a montage of them and had put it in a frame which was mm-hmm. nice and um and then they had a card that they had made for me that they had signed and written it was stuff. inappropriate but okay it was not <laughs> it was not if they had spelled out those words it would, it would have been but okay yeah. all right because yeah i had to like nice. i did a double take when i saw it i was like what the hell yeah. And yeah, I was like, your kids are cursing at you? What? <laughs> now, what they said was, happy MFN birthday. birthday, right? And, you know, that's really the only reason I didn't post that on Facebook. Because I would have posted it as like, oh, look at this great thing my kids did. But I was like, right there in the middle. So it's 
but they didn't spell it out. They literally wrote M F N. Right. So very much this generation. <laughs> yeah. So of course, you know, when I showed it to you, you're like, they're cussing, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love them. Right. So is your nickname slime or something? No, I have no idea where this slime they came from. No, I've never heard it. I, I assume that's some slang term for something. I haven't gone and tried to figure I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, I have to look that up on the urban like, what is it, urban dictionary? Yeah, I don't know what that is. I will look. Oh no, slime. I can't say it's too Yes, loud. please don't, because then you'll be um it says Slime is like a cool ass person. It's well, like another go. word for homie. <laughs> All right then. See, See, you're blacker than me. I don't know why you're asking me about the shoes. So <laughs> that's pretty awesome, though. I mean, I, I, yeah, that that is really nice that they were considerate enough to to you know give their teacher a gift and a card. Yeah, and I mean, I had uh, kids. Some kids, I swear, I don't know who they are. Um, but kids who I don't know anywhere are always saying, hey, Mr. Reese and stuff. And I know, I know I'm wearing a name tag has my name on it. Mm-hmm. They all seem to know me. So I assume other kids are talking about me and stuff. Oh, that but, must be it. Of course. Yeah, I had lots of kids, you know, saying, happy birthday. And it's like, how the hell did you know it was my birthday? <laughs> I was, instead, I was just like, hey. And as a matter of fact, today, when I was leaving school, a student whose name I don't know was like, happy belated birthday. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, how I do know. they know that it's your birthday? I mean, it's not like your Facebook friends with your students or anything. No, I mean, I assume that they, they all are talking, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, you talked about, oh, my birthday is coming up and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I think it came up because they're always talking about when their birthday is. Their birthday can be eight months from now. And mm-hmm. they'll be telling you, oh, you know, my birthday is coming up <laughs> It's August. It's like, oh, okay. You know, okay. we say, oh, my birthday's in November. When's it in November? That's the 11th, you know. But, um, but yeah. That's cool. So I had one student, one of my favorite students. Uh, her birthday was today. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the other day I asked her, I said, um, and I usually bring her like a, uh, a Lunchable every day for lunch. That's what she eats. And okay. <laughs> so I asked her, I said, what do you want for your birthday? And she said, money and drugs. <laughs> right? That's Okay. So today I gave, I gave her $10 and a bottle of Advil and, um, Oh my gosh. <laughs> you, that you can't like get in trouble for that. Can you? Well, or? yeah, technically I'm not supposed to give kids any kind of medicine. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. So that was just a joke, but, um, yeah. That was, that was funny though. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. I, now I also want to talk about comic sans font. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm curious about what you have to say about it because I mean I have my favorite font, but yeah. um, is is Comic Sans your favorite or you just no, have some no, criticism no, about no, it? No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, um, if you followed my Facebook, you mm. would know this discussion. So there's this thin thing going around. I have lots of writer friends, mm-hmm. and several of us, including me, have been posting these links. There's a whole bunch of articles out there that say that changing your font to Comic Sans will get rid of writer's block, right? And they're talking about very psychological reasons for it, the way the letters are formed and all this kind of stuff. And um, so a lot of us have been trying it. Because so in okay. Derek's group, Usimi Darrow, right? Um, a bunch of us have taken this challenge. And so we did it for a week. I couldn't even do the week, but okay. If it would change our <laughs> writing progress, right? And so for the past few months, I've been writing for me very slow. I mean, like maybe a thousand words a week. Mm-hmm. 
for me, that's really slow. Um, so in the week that I had it changed to Comic Sans, I wrote 4,000 words. Wow. Uh, I did four times as much, right? And most, with the exception of one person, because there's always going to be one person who's just going to be, you know, they're going to be contrary no matter what. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody else is saying, yeah, you know, it's doubled my output and blah, blah, blah. And it is weird. I'll sit down and I will just start writing. And before I know it, I'll look and I've written five, 600 words. And I have no idea what it is because it's ugly as sin. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Normally. Yeah. Normally lately I've been typing in Montserrat. Okay. Right? Which is classy. And that's what I use for my, sure. um, my, uh, my lesson plans. I typed mm -hmm. in Montserrat and, uh, and I really like it, but yeah, I mean, it just flood. And I, some people say the psychology is because it looks so unprofessional, right? That it forces you to just, you just write. It just feels like you can write anything, right? You just, the words just flow out because you're not hung up on, you know, you know, all those little writing rules, right? Oh, okay. Some people say that. And some people say it's that the, the way that the font forms the letters that it makes them stand apart very much. And so your mind is able to read comic sans actually much faster than many other fonts. Um, because you know, it's kind of larger and all this kind of stuff. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm writing it. I'm writing much faster with it. Cause yeah, I mean, I literally can't even stomach thinking of changing my font to that even for higher output because I do not like the look of the font. Yeah, so, I don't either. But it's that is weird. But, I mean, I, hey, I even said, yeah, I even said, I said, you know, maybe it, maybe it's a little bit of the, um, uh, what do you call it when, uh, when you give somebody a sugar pill? Placebo they, effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe it's the placebo effect, right? Mm -hmm. I, it will work. Hey, it's working, right? Whatever it is, it's working. Well, that's cool. I mean, hey, if it's, I mean, it's, it's not like you're taking a drug or anything. So if it's oh, working yeah. for you, then definitely continue doing it. Um, there are times when I'm writing, it's like, God, I got to change the font somehow. But then I'm like, no, 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 this is working. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I can change it back working. when I'm done. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, I'm a, um, so I get, <laughs> Kel, of course, our, our former coworker, he was, he's definitely like a, a font snob. And so yeah. I still have a lot of the fonts I got from him. And the font that I love, that is actually my favorite font, is Proxima Nova. Um, it was one created in 2005. And it's similar to like if you if you know what oh that's um, what you're use that's what you use in um in like everything in our program guide <laughs> yeah if I have the choice that's what I'm using so yeah it is it's yeah. kind of close to like Futura it's a uh -huh. little bit like that but I don't um back in the day Asana started using it as their font and I was a huge Asana person in terms of project management. And decided, okay, that has to. That is my, yes. I don't know what that is. It's a um, it's a task management program, ma project management software, oh, like checklists okay. and due date, all that stuff. Anyway, so um, you see, I just changed one line to Montserrat. Hang on, let me look because um, I want That's see. what I use for my lesson plans. Um, yeah, no. 
I don't think it's that different. For they said it's bigger. Yeah, I yeah. It I think feels that I, older. I don't think so. It's bigger um, and older. Yeah, the thing the thing you use here, this no, Nova, whatever. Proxima Nova. Yeah, I I'd like it to be a little bit bigger. Well, I mean, you just change the size of the font. I just left it well, at yeah, the standard size. It. Yeah, I always use like font size twelve. But um. And I think it's funny. I don't think Google defaults to that. I think there's is a smaller. I think they do eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. <laughs> as their standard font size. So, okay. I know we're being total mm -hmm. snobs with. Well, you know, I'm a size queen. Fonts. All right. I, I need it bigger. Size queen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So so we've just finished our fun with fonts. Yes, fun with fonts. <laughs> and we talked about your brand new pair of shoes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that I'm penniless and, you know. Yes. Yes. And have listen, no retirement. Seriously, when I die, oh my <laughs> I need you to, I guess, have me cremated. Okay. That's cheap. I can afford yeah, that. that. That's cost effective. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you can have my ashes. If Julian wants them, you can give them to him. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but. I'm not going to be here, so it doesn't matter to me. Right. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. All right. You could spread it. them around the outside of, like, I don't know, um, the bakery in Milledgeville or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> we had um, our family at one point, like, all of us, my mom, dad, brother, and I think my grandmother sat around the kitchen table talking about what we want as our kind of like our final, you know, stuff. Like, do we want a few, do we want to be buried? Do we want to be cremated? Stuff like that. And um, I, th I still think that being cremated is still a very, like fe people feel uncomfortable about that option. I don't know if it's that part of their brain that wants to believe that somehow they're going to come back and repossess their body or something. All and right. so if you burn the body, there's nothing to come back to. Um, but yeah, I still don't know what it is that I want. I don't, I, I don't think I really care. I just want to make sure. My only concern is you need to make sure that I'm for real dead, dead, that I'm not coming back. <laughs> then, then you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you, you can cremate me, do whatever. But yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, I do think it's a conversation that people should have, certainly when you're an adult, because it's things that, I mean, obviously no one wants to really talk about their death or anything like that. But I think it's, it's important to get that conversation out there no, make known what your plans are and that way you don't have to you know wonder when something happens or something unexpected happens you don't you you aren't in a position where you're like oh we'll we've never talked about it i don't know what this person wants you know even right. if it's your you know even if it's a spouse or a parent or something you know you need to know what their wishes are and if possible get as much of that stuff done beforehand you know um if they want at their funeral if they want a montage of photos and stuff along the way start to set you know put aside your favorite photos of that person or you know their favorite photos um i think in the end it would make it um may, maybe a little easier just because you won't be quite as stressed with having to get so much done because funerals are, are just horrible on 
on the living, I guess you could say the, the living, the surviving family members. It's, it's difficult. You can't think straight. You, you know, there's just yeah. so much emotion. So, I mean, I know that I've told my parents that for them and like for my grandmother, because I, I did a, I think I did a read a Bible verse at my grand, my grandmother who passed away a couple of years ago, her um, funeral. And I, I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't breathe. I, it was just, it was something that I'm like, I will never, ever do again. I'm like, if I, if it's someone that I'm close to, I don't want to have anything that puts me in any kind of speaking role or up in front of anyone because Mm -hmm. I can't handle it. I'm like, no, I, I finished it because, you know, I was there and I had to, but having experienced it, nope, never again, not doing it. Well, you know, when you're putting together the thing for me, uh, (laughs) I want like one of those fire and brimstone kind of funerals. Right. One of those mountain preachers with a beard (laughs) and speaking in tongues. Okay. All right. And you know, the song I want you to play, mm-hmm. special meaning to me, Okay, is, um, I Touch Myself by the Divinals. Right. Oh, um, wow. Because that would be appropriate. Yeah. Hey, it's my funeral. Well, I mean, you, you know my song. I've already told you what my song has to Sex be. Bomb. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember Sex Bomb by Tom Jones. Yep. That's the song. So, okay. <laughs> I, I will remember your song choice. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So enough talking about death. Let's talk about Halloween, which is, I guess, sort of tied to death. (laughs) That was like weeks ago. Well, I forgot it was. So on last week's episode, I totally even forgot about mentioning it. So what happened was I decided that, yeah, okay, Kay usually gives out candy when he's been here for Halloween. And this is the first, this was the first year where he wasn't home. So I was like, well, I guess I'll still just at least go ahead and, you know, get some candy. If anyone shows up, they show up. And I mean, I know that was our 100th episode, but even though the lights were on outside, nobody showed up. And I mean, I'm not the only person I've, I've been in contact with other people that have said basically the same thing that like their light was on, but no kids showed up. Yeah, I think kids only, I don't, and I, I don't know, do you live in like in a big neighborhood? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so, yeah, that was always the rule. They like park and they walk around, you know. But. Well, yeah, but that was always the rule. If your porch light is on, then yeah. they have, but I think maybe in my case, um, I didn't have any like Halloween decor outside or anything. So mm-hmm. maybe people just assumed, well, you know, maybe she just has her lights on to have it on. So I don't know if maybe next year, if I'm interested, if I'll, you know, put out something that has some decor on it so that they know that, oh, you know, I take part in Halloween. Come on and get some candy. <laughs> so. Well, you know, this was my first year here. So mm-hmm. I didn't know how many kids I would get. I had seven kids counting uh, T'Challa who came. Oh, wow. See, yeah. I, I, but it I did cool. notice at some point, though, I was the only house on my street that had the porch light on. Wow. So... I mean, I imagine most people just keep trying, why would they stop for the one house, right? Yeah, that would be my thought. So I did give lots of candy to those people. And uh, one girl, she was really sweet. And it was funny because T'Challa had come up and he mm-hmm. stood at the door. We talked for a minute. I gave him stuff and he gave me a big hug. And then, you know, he left because his aunt was driving him to different neighborhoods. And um, then this girl comes up, right? And she had seen Julian uh, or T'Challa uh, walk away. And so she comes up. 
And so I, she was a princess. I said, oh, hey. She, little girl just like seven. Hang on, your audio just like totally went out. I did not hear. You said the girl said, and then it was just, I was just waiting. That right, is the, so girl, the girl said, thank you. And then she gives me this big hug. Um, you know, <laughs> seven. And I don't know if it's because she had just seen T'Challa give me a hug. Or and that she's just that. She's just giving girl. everybody a yeah. hug. You know, it was just surprising. <laughs> you know, so I gave her a hug back. I was like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it's it's funny to me though, because you know, obviously, <laughs> growing up, uh, I was in a neighborhood, and so I think maybe because during that time there were a lot of kids like my age and even younger in that neighborhood, more right. people took part, and so we would go and trick-or-treat in our neighborhood and maybe like the neighborhood next door depending on what was what it just seems i don't know it feels so different now i don't know if it's because i'm an adult but it just seems like less people take part in it well you know, I mean, you know there are some neighborhoods that are like they go all out the whole yeah. neighborhood like there are there are neighborhoods that people know they need to go hit because that's where they're gonna get candy and all that stuff but it almost feels like less and less people are inclined to, to bother well, with that i think part of it is there's it's like so split up now like here in gray um the skating rink had a big indoor halloween event mm -hmm. Um, there are lots of trunk or treat things. Right. Um, even uh, my key club that I that I oversee at Baldwin High School, they um, they helped out at a trunk or treat that was at one of the schools like the night before Halloween. Yeah, my parents' church did basically their own trunk or treat, and then yeah. um, I know. Let's see. I know that I, I remember in the past there were times where people would if Halloween fell on this weird day, they would collectively decide that we're celebrating Halloween a different day. Um, so uh, hell no. it was, it if, just, if somebody were to show up at my house on this non Halloween day, it's like, F you. <laughs> no, Halloween is October 31st. Okay. Decide what it is. That's stupid. Well, it's like, I, oh, Christmas is on a Tuesday. That sucks. It's gotta be on a Sunday. No hell it does not. Well, I wish it was. I, in those cases, like those types of holidays, I wish they would. It would just be like, like, oh, the first Sunday of December every year. I, I hate that it's depending on the day. Because remember, the library would also throw off the off days and stuff like that. Because it's like if it fell in the middle of the week or the top of the, it, uh, yeah. For for those types of holidays, I wish that was. Well, we're sorry that the birth of our Lord oh inconveniences you. <laughs> <laughs> okay yes yes that's so true well i mean you think about it a lot of like other holidays usually fall on a monday i always think yeah. about holidays on a monday so i'm like you know that'd be cool let's do super tuesday on a monday give everybody the day off to go vote <laughs> but, like friday would be a black tuesday i don't know maybe mm. <laughs> anyway so so yes uh we'll see what happens next year with halloween if i decide to actually do anything or the i mean the plus side is that i bought um candy that well i don't know if it was a plus side i bought candy that i thought would be more you know that would appeal most to people mm -hmm. but it was a pack of candy that I only liked one of the items in the pack. So mm -hmm. once no one showed up, I ate all the Kit Kats out of it. And then all the other stuff is still sitting there. So. Wow. 
Because wow. it came with like Almond Joy, which is yeah. came with Reese's. I know you love Reese's, but I'm like, no. Um, and I think it came with oh, Hershey's, which I've always, I always wish that Hershey's tasted the way I think it should <laughs> Yeah, every now and then I'll buy chocolate. a Hershey's bar and then I take it and I'm like, why the hell did I buy this? Exactly. Like their milk chocolate to me does not taste like milk chocolate. There's like almost like a bitterness to it as if someone accidentally dumped dark chocolate into it. I don't know, but it's not the creamy milk chocolate mm-hmm. that you would get, you know, you would think you would be biting into. So yeah. all of those are still in the bucket too. But yeah, I took all my leftover candy over the course of like three days. I took it to school and, you know, gave every, at the start of every class, I'd walk around my little sack and I'd be like, <laughs> painful. Like, can I get another handful? No. Move to the next person, you know? Yep. We'll see. I mean, for me, it's not like, since I work from home and stuff, I, I don't have you anything to do the to same really thing. When, when right. Kay is home, you walk in the living room and say, one hand. <laughs> And I mean, you know, with my niece, she's still of the age where, you know, this stuff is exciting to her, but I'm not going to, you know, intentionally give her that much chocolate. (laughs) So, so yeah, so it'll probably, I don't know how long that does stuff last. If it's, if it lasts till next year, it can go out tomorrow. Probably will, yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah, um, last week I realized I see, I don't know why I do this. I know not to upgrade my stuff or, you know, like software upgrades until it's, you know, like very, very clear that that is the next version of the software. So for example, when, whenever Apple does an, an OS update, I will sometimes wait about six months before I, I switch over because there's programs and stuff like that that either don't work or need that time between the public release and whenever to get their software back to where it needs to be. Well, right. I saw for a while now, I, I kept getting um, notifications that two, two applications that I have would not work on future versions. I just kept dismissing it every time they, they announced it or whatever. Well, it's two, well, one specifically that I use a lot, which is Audacity <laughs> to edit. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, I've, we've done it since day one. I've used Audacity because, what is it, David Smith said, oh, just use Audacity. Sure, cool. Right, yeah. It's free. Well, I thought, well, you know, it's Audacity, though, and they're going to make sure that they have a version for Mac with this new OS. No. No. So last week I was frantic because I was like, what the hell? So not only did we do it in Skype, I had to extract the file, go over in the end to my Windows machine to then download Audacity. Oh my God, it was awful. Download (laughs) Audacity to use it because I tried to find alternatives to Audacity. And, you know, I don't know if it was because it was the end or later part of the day and my brain was just like, I don't really feel like learning new software. But I'm like, I've gotten so attached to using Audacity and it's so easy that what I did download, I was like, no, this is no. So I, it forced me to go over to the to the other computer. So I had to, it was it was a comedy of errors because I had to copy over the file for the intro and the outro. Well, mm-hmm. when I went over to the Windows computer, I neglected to carry to copy over the folder of its assets. So it was like it tried to open a file, couldn't do it, had to come back over with the thumb drive to, right. to save it. And I'm like, I never use thumb drives anymore. I mean, that's to me, that's old tech. So 
Yes, in the end, uh, it took me twice as long because, you know, obviously having to go the Windows route. I mean, I'm glad that I had that option because I was, yeah, I, again, I wasn't going to learn anything that night. So, and I knew that, you know, I'm like, I'm going to make sure it posts on Thursday. So, yes, now until Audacity decides to uh, fix itself so, so that those of us who are on the most recent OS, um, which I think right now is Catalina, um, for those of us on Catalina right. um, to be able to actually use that software. Because like right now on my computer, if I go to my applications folder, Audacity is still there, but it has this like X mark or this ca like caution symbol going through it. Right. So I'm like, oh crap. So, mm -hmm. so yes, I am not happy. I don't want to say goodbye on the Mac and hello on the Windows. I'm just thinking about <laughs> it as being the short term, like, okay, this is going to be a pain in my ass for a minute <laughs> and right, then it's right. going to fix itself, hopefully. So, so yes. I will cross my fingers. <laughs> you don't care. You're like, as long as you get the show posted, I don't care. Um, well, you know, I use Audacity, too, for my, my ROM show. But, um, you know, speaking of which, you got to teach me how to, uh, like, uh, make it so that my sound and, like, the music I play are all, like, at the same volume. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because with ours, I actually almost tunneled of the the volume because it's it's the recording of the this our theme song is much louder <laughs> and yeah. so um so yeah i have to basically shrink it sound waves down a little just to get it to not be quite so loud well you know i told you that uh mine is <laughs> my music is so much louder than than me that i i knew that i was like killing somebody and uh, <laughs> yeah the first uh the first long, lengthy letter i've gotten one of the things they said was that the first time when it cut to the closing music, <laughs> yank the headphones off their head. <laughs> See, they love they love the songs I'm using, but you know they were they would really like it if I could uh, do something about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty messed up. Yeah. So I was gonna mention only briefly because I literally don't care. I know that right now, apparently, there's impeachment hearings happening or something. Yeah, yesterday during my lunch, in fact, I uh, swapped over to uh, C-SPAN. Why? You've been watched part of it. <laughs> well, Kay, well, Kay loves this kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know what it is with him in politics. I just, I'm like, I, especially given who the president is, all that stuff, I just don't care. And so yeah. yesterday I called him. I, we talk a couple times throughout the day. And, you know, I was like, oh, what are you up to? Oh, I'm listening to the, the, the impeachment hearings. Like, he'll have it playing on his iPad while he's driving and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I just, so after a little while, I was just like, yeah, I'll talk to you later. I, I can't even listen to it. I don't care. Um, so he, he was excited and it, he was into it. And he was like, I don't even, and like, I'll ask him, okay, give me a recap. Because I'm like, I don't care enough to watch it. So he was saying, you know, he, he's like, man, this one person laid out everything so clearly. He may as well have been in the room or on the line when they were, were recording it and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay. I'm like, to me, it feels like short of murder, 
Trump is just going to be there. I, I just, I'm like, I don't even know why well, we're going through the stupid exercise because I don't think he's going to get impeached. And even if he does, they're not going to vote to remove him from office. So I do, I do think he'll get impeached, but I don't think he'll get removed from office. Exactly. Um, they'll impeach him. Then it'll go to the Senate and then they'll hold their trial and, you know, they'll vote not to kick him out. But mm-hmm. I think it's important, um, you know, that we do the impeachment. I think that we cannot, we cannot allow this kind of activity to have gone on unchallenged. Yeah, but even if he's impeached, so much it's, just already. Like, it's just to say, oh, well, he's impeached, but he's still in office. What? The but I want that point? asterisk next to him. Oh, name. my gosh. <laughs> I want people to know, you know, that. It doesn't take away the fact that he's silent. president. <laughs> or but that we he was ever president. Silent. I guess. I, I yeah. And, you know, if, if we can lay it all out there, you know, look, you know, it's like when um, Nixon was impeached, mm-hmm. even, even with all the stuff that they had, the evidence, you know, 11 Republicans on the House uh, Impeachment Committee voted to not impeach him, right? Mm-hmm. Went to the House, and the House was Democratic-controlled. They voted to impeach him, but it was, again, mostly on party line. Yep. Like now. Yes, it was going to go to the Senate, and nobody knows whether or not he actually would have gotten, you know, Impeach or yeah, removed. put out. Yeah, but, but he there resigned. was such yeah. public pressure by then that he realized he needed to step down. But do and, you? Um, I mean, now with Trump, I don't think he, he's ever going to step down. Exactly, he's in this but cocoon of that doesn't nonsense. Mean that you should not go through the process no i'm not saying don't go through the process i'm saying i don't care enough at this point to watch <laughs> it or listen to it because i'm like this is just another part of the crazy train of of donald trump and that no matter what happens it's still gonna be donald trump donald trump donald trump you know yeah. i just I, I did so i'm like i don't need to hear all of that crap too because anything that involves i mean you just say the name trump and i shut down i'm like i, I don't want to i can't because there's so much anger there. And so, because I mean, it is very much like of all these things that have been happening that he has done and he's not been punished for anything, why should I then feel like he's actually going to get punished for, but for see, this? But there's a lot of people who feel like you feel and are reacting like you react. And I think the reason why he keeps getting away with everything is because he has, first of all, those people who are loyal to him no matter what. And then the people who are sensible people like you, who are willing to say, you know what, I just don't even think about this. Let's just, you know, I don't want to think about it. Well, I think that if the people who would remove him from office just don't want to think about it, and the other people, they're not going to remove him from office because they love his racist ass, then that's how he stays in power. Yeah, I, I. Well, I mean, here's my thing, too. So it's all your fault, Latoya. Sure. Uh, as is everything else. <laughs> <laughs> here's my thing about it. I honestly feel like I would like to believe that even some of these old shriveled people, white men in, in Congress that are Republicans, that they have a brain. Yeah. I they- do not understand how you can be so blindly following a party that even when someone is shitting in your face... You're still eating that shit. That's how I feel about it. It's like they refuse to go against the party line because then, oh, that's discourse. And, oh, then people are going to go to the, the Democrats. And I'm like, but if something is so wrong and you're still following it, yeah. what, what's the point? 
Oh, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with you. I just want to say, though, when people complain about the profanity on this episode. Okay, yes, this episode I comes, will take. When it comes to people shitting in their face <laughs> and people eating shit, I just want them to know that did not come. All right, that was Mama. Mama yes. did all that. <laughs> yes, that did. Because anytime you talk about Donald Trump, it's, it is going to happen for me. It's yeah. just, it's. So I do again, think it's funny I, when you say you shut down, but you don't shut down. <laughs> you go through the roof. Even when you were saying I just shut down, you said it so angrily. That yeah. I, all you wanted. I was like, I don't think you're shutting down. Well, I do. <laughs> I just try like, to stay if, out of the way. Because <laughs> <laughs> like if Kay is home and he's watching anything, it, he can't watch anything that has Trump on it. Uh, he's not allowed to, or at least I can't be in the same room. Because I'm like, right. no, no. I mean, it, it raises my stress level. Even without, you know, even if it's just a casual mention, it raises my stress level. I'm like, I have enough <laughs> in my life that does that already. I don't need to then put this into the equation. So even though I'm not quite so interested about the impeachment, right. it is not going to deter me from going to the polls and voting. And I'm hoping that when we have to vote again, the people who maybe didn't feel like they had to vote before <laughs> yeah turn up to vote because i'm also very much against how district lines are drawn and i am so over the electoral college i just i don't i don't understand it i don't know how we could be these many years later in our into into our democracy and we're still using electoral college yeah. no point and unfortunately i don't think that's going to change because the people no. in power were elected that way yep they're not going to change that. They might lose the other way. Yep. No. Yeah. And see, I mean, for me, I feel like if you get rid of the electoral college, then you can draw the lines however you want. That won't impact who becomes president because it'll literally come down to the vote. And so right. if you took your time to go vote, I don't care that California has more people than me. If all their people voted, well, then they obviously really cared a lot. <laughs> But we right. all know that people aren't just, you know, not, it's never going to be a hundred percent of those eligible to vote who are going to vote. So I'm like, make it, you know, one for one, one vote. It's not tied to anything, no college, no nothing. It's just a straight popularity contest. I mean, hell, that's what they do in high school. That's where you do almost everywhere else. Yeah, that's what you but, do everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we have this antiquated system because we, what we can't, the people can't really decide for themselves. We have to elect someone who, or not even really elect, but you know what I mean, have someone do it on our behalf. No, no, no. no. Oh, politics. Oh, my God. I just want to bang my head against the wall. So you went to see a Hallmark movie this week. <laughs> it's not a Hallmark movie, but I mean, I'm sh sure. I know you look at it that way. I, we finally was it went better to than a Hallmark movie? It was better than a Hallmark movie, but okay. I did not. Um, I still haven't decided if I like it or not. I, I oh. kind of. Okay, so. <laughs> well, see, to me, if, if you, if that, because it's been several days now, right? Yes, yep. You're still not sure you liked it? You didn't like it? Well, no. So it, because it's a little complicated. Okay, so, explain it. Because it does not look like a complicated movie. All right. So <laughs> it's not an extremely complicated movie. However, it's not the movie I thought I was going to see. Based on the trailers and stuff, you're thinking, oh, this might be a romantic comedy. Yeah. It is not. 
What is and it? And so when you find out about what happens in the movie and when it does happen, I, I actually got upset. I was like, this, is the, this was deceiving. This is not the movie I came to see. It was actually sad. <laughs> I mean, okay. well, I mean, it, it's empowering all that stuff. But when you think about when you go into the movie thinking this is going to be a romantic comedy, you know, love, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. you know, these two opposites meet, they end up together. It's not that at all. But that's okay. that's most of the movie, but it's not how it ends. <laughs> and I don't want to give it away. I mean, it's not like I think that people are necessarily going to go run out and see it. The soundtrack was amazing because it's, of course, um, George Michael. But right. yeah, I um, I love the actors. So I assume like one of them dies at the end. <laughs> it involves death, but not at the end. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so <laughs> I enjoyed the soundtrack. I enjoyed the actors, and until the part of the movie where I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, it was gonna make it onto my Christmas list of you know my twelve days of Christmas, um, where I watch a Christmas movie for you know each day leading up to Christmas. And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't even I don't even want to see this movie again." <laughs> yeah, just and again, it's not to say it's a bad movie. I just went into it wanting to believe one thing and was not happy. Okay, well, you know, so, I have to say nothing in the trailer made me think it was anything other than a yes comedy. Exactly. And so, even okay. though, like, when you're in the movie and when the thing happens, you're like, oh yeah, I should have known. But it it then opens up this whole like this like well how could this have happened and how did uh, just yeah i so so uh, gwen liked it she loved it liked it loved it one of the two but so she compared it to me loving the kitchen and her she was like no nope don't want to see that again and okay. so i'm i will have to I, I agree with her on that it it is very much with the kitchen stuff happens in there that you're like oh my god and like for me i'm like oh my god this is so great in this movie it was like oh my god Oh my God! <laughs> so, okay. so yes, that was the movie. We were. Ex I'm glad that we got to go. We like made ourselves go that day because you know we've not been going, and we've. She was even commenting how every time on the show we're like, it's like Latoya has no movie that she's seen. So, and I think at the time it was like, like one of the coldest days of the year thus far. I mean, we were like bundled up. It was what like. 30 something degrees or something when we left the theater. It was crazy. So we had like gloves and our little skull caps on and, and all of that. But it was still fun to go see the movie. The theater is still crap, which is frustrating. And um, so we're hoping to go see maybe Playing with Fire. But there's a lot of movies apparently coming out in November that. I still can't believe you want to see that. Well, I, 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 again, I would have rather seen that one this week. I wanted to laugh. <laughs> I did not want to cry. And that's right. what happened in the last Christmas. But, I mean, obviously, this coming week, there is um, quite a few movies, or, I mean, just in general, coming out in November. I, I do want to see, we're going to see Frozen 2. Yeah, I want to see Ford versus Ferrari because I like the yeah. actors in it, and I'm that kind of geek, you know, because I love like sports stuff anyway. So I'm like, I I, I am kind of curious to see that that movie because you know Matt Damon, Christian Bale, of course, cool. And uh, I do want to see Twenty One Bridges. I know that comes out this month as well. You I want to see Knives one. Out. Yes, yeah, I, I and, um, I'm still considering that. 
And I'm thinking this week I might go see Charlie's Angel. We do want to go see that. And so we're, we realized as we're sitting there watching these different previews of the things that are like even coming out next week. And we're like, okay, we're going to have to actually come up with a, our list because we have to do it based on how recently something made it into the theater and how successful it is. So we may have to see less successful movies first before they leave the theater. I don't right. know. But, but yeah, so November has some really cool stuff. I haven't decided if I want to see the um a beautiful day in a neighborhood you know tom hanks plays um yeah yeah i don't know if i want to see it in theaters i mean i mean it may be something i end up just seeing when it comes out on Mm -hmm. you know like netflix or amazon but uh let's see there's a couple other stuff it's is i don't know it's harder for me now to be able to just find like in the past i could easily find a list of movies that were coming out when I Google it, it was like the first thing it wanted to pull up was movie phone, which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then I went to like movies.com. It didn't have it. I'm on, um, I am on movie phone and it does not actually list them in date order. It just, you know, it's like you choose yeah. the year, the month, and I have like all genres. And I'm like, I would assume that they would have some sort of sorting logic, whether it be by date or by title, they have neither. <laughs> so okay. now I'm like digging through, you know, okay, these are coming out, this is coming out. But I, I think that the most anticipated one for me, of course, uh, and for, I guess, a lot of people is, is Frozen 2. I'm very curious um, to, see, to see that because we, I still, I mean, I love the soundtrack to the first one. Wait, I um what was that? <laughs> uh, this thing popped up. But um I read my first review of uh Frozen 2 today. Oh you did? Mm-hmm. You share. They said that it was they said it was better than the first one. What? Revolutionary. Wow. Um, oh. and I was like, hmm, okay, because I've got to be honest with you, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it, but I don't expect it to be as good as the first one. I don't expect it to either because in general, most movies aren't better than the, the first. Right. Um, so and if the little that's the case, they've done mm-hmm. have not been nearly as good as the movie. I think I've only seen like one of the shorts, um, but I am looking forward to it. I'm not go- like with Gwen. She refuses to even look at the trailer. Like she is so mm-hmm. looking forward to the movie. She doesn't want to know anything. And so, like, if we're in the theater and it's coming on, she, like, closes her eyes, she puts her, like, her fingers in her ear, she doesn't want to know. But I am very, very curious, because, I mean... I'm more excited about Knives Out than I am Frozen 2. (laughs) Well, I know you are. I I get that. I get that. I mean, it just looks cool to me. Every time I see it, I'm like, man, that movie looks awesome. It does look awesome. Yeah. But, yeah, Frozen 2 is going to be my jam. I think we're going to see it probably the day it opens. It's a Friday, so they'll probably do the Thursday preview. So we may have to go then. Although, you know, there'll be, you know, it's a a kind of a kid's movie. So then there's going to be kids in there. And, you know, I hate going to movies with, with kids. So, or just in general with people. When we went to this week's movie, it was in one of the larger theaters. Um, or screens, I guess. We were the only two people there. It was oh, so cool. awesome. Did I mean, make out? Massive, yeah, you know it, of course. <laughs> it is our date night, after all. <laughs> but um, it was so awesome. Like that is my favorite movie experience: is to be in the theater and nobody else is there. 
I like it. I don't like it to be packed. But I like to be like have like six or at least six or seven other people. I don't care. Um, I don't want so I, like, I don't want people in there. <laughs> so like when I went to see um black and blue, for instance, mm-hmm. I was of course the only white person there, right? Right. So there are like little couples and little, you know, there's like a couple of ladies over here and it's a it's, there's only like seven or eight of us. But I like that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, where it is a shared experience, but it's not like every there's not like people sitting right next to me. Um, See me, I like the share experience. If I have one other person with me or whatever, that's cool. I don't want it to be a public shared experience, which I know is kind of the whole point of a theater. But right. I prefer it when it's just like as if Gwen and I had a private showing because that's essentially what happened. It was amazing. <laughs> I don't want to oh, hear cool. other people laughing. I don't want to hear. I don't want to deal with somebody else's cell phone. None of that. But I want that theater experience still. See, like when I saw Crawl, though, that was great when there was other people there. And it was like we'd all jump at the same time, <laughs> laugh at the same time. That that kind of experience is cool. And you know, even when you're leaving, it's like you know, it's like you shared something. I don't know any of these people, you know, but you still we were like, yeah, that was pretty cool. What? Yeah, I was on it. Yeah. And, um, well, the only time I have appreciated a um, shared experience is when we saw the last Avengers movie and then Black Panther showed up and the, some, the one person in the back yelled, you know, like, welcome to Wakanda or whatever. And everybody in the theater was just like, "Woo, that was cool. But in general, I just don't know. No, no. You know, I'm just I'm just weird anyway. Well, I, I I thought about going to the theater last weekend, but I was just too tired. So I ended up staying, coming home and um, rented Hobbs and Shaw. I streamed it. Okay, I was about to say, when you rented, I was like, well, did you go to Redbox or something? Or No, I don't even okay. have a DVD player hooked up. So, <laughs> but um, What do you think? Because we saw that in the theaters. I thought it was okay. Um, yeah. It was all right. You know, I have not seen any of the Fast and the Furious films. And I don't feel like I really missed that much. No, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't have to see any of them to get this one. (laughs) There were moments where I felt like, okay, I felt like they were kind of depending a little on some like, um, you know, like some some love of those characters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I hadn't earned yet, you know. Yeah. Um, I thought it was okay. I did fall asleep like 15, 20 minutes. Are you serious? But I was tired. Um, so I laid down on the couch and I was watching the movie and I kind of dozed off and woke up. There's stuff was blowing up when I went to sleep. <laughs> Different stuff was blowing up when I woke up. Um, I did like the, the girl who was in it, who played Jason Statham's sister. sister? Mm-hmm. Even though I think she's like 20 something and he's like in his 50s or 60s. No, he is not 20 something because she was, she played. She's, she's 20 something. No, she's not. I think so. Because I've seen her in a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm going to look this thing up. I'm looking it up too because you just, you're just making that crap up. No, no. She is, and it is not, she is not 20 something. There is a gigantic age difference between the two of them. Because she was in... Um, There's a 21-year age difference. Okay, but how old is she? Uh, let's see. Because you're like, she is not 20-something. I thought she was like in her late 20s. All right, it says she's 31. There you go. That's pretty close to late. No. <laughs> he is 52. I, that's what I said. He's like in his 50s. <laughs> All right, it's an ad popped up while I was looking. Um, now, it's not impossible that they could be siblings 21 years apart. Right, uh, it's not impossible. I mean, I just think it's, you know, in, in Hollywood, we always have these, like, young women 
And then we have these like dudes who are even the rock, you know, they both, him and Statham are playing much younger than they are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it just reminds me of those movies where it's like, you know, Oh, here's Catherine Zeta Jones. And, you know, here's Sean Connery, you know, who's like old enough to be her grandfather. You know, no, I don't. Know. I, don't not, I know I don't that. I know in real life, she's she's in with uh, Michael Douglas, who again is old enough to be her dad. Mm-hmm. Don't hate. It just feels <laughs> weird in movies, right? I know that. I know looks. I know that some of you, you know, you want that that daddy kind of thing. You know, I get that. <laughs> but I'm just saying in general, it's like it's so usual in movies to have like a 60 year old man and this hot ass 25 year old who thinks he's sexy like i said to me she did not come across as a 20 something year old she i said late 20s and she's 30 no 31 she's not a 20 something year old all right early 30s there you go that that, that's a lot different than saying someone's in their 20s even if she's just barely into her 30s you it's it's just how you're perceiving it you're going 20 so she's like 22 no, 20s is from 20 to 25. <laughs> and she's two 40s, years past that. And I'm 47. So. <laughs> okay, whatever. Fine. Uh, anyway, I thought it was okay. I mean, I gave it like a half a rate. A half? Just like, half. oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, I could have done anything with it, you know. I'd been like poking it, you know, but it wouldn't go in. Well, it did make over $758 million at the box office. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think it was a bad movie. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was, just, it was know, a it was fun okay. movie. It was a fun, yeah, like, if right. you saw it in the theater and stuff, it was just a fun movie to watch. It wasn't, yeah, yeah you didn't, you weren't going in there to, like, be enlightened or any of that kind of stuff. You weren't yeah. going to discover world peace in there. But and it was I, I am interested. I am interested in a sequel, because they certainly set up a sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I like... I can always call him The Rock, you know. But. Yeah, it's easier. Dwayne Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson. I liked his character, although he came off a little bit, I thought, better than Statham's character. Um, <laughs> because there are times that, like, Jason's character was, like, he was, like, kind of dumb and stupid. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, it always felt like Dwayne Johnson's character was just a little bit cooler. And I don't know if that's the way it is in the Fast and the Furious movie. Probably. Probably. Um and, and plus, I'm just not a big Jason Statham fan. I'm okay with him. Like, it's funny because whenever I've seen... To me. Really? No. I, whenever I've seen stuff with him before, I always consider him, like, the king of the B-movies. Because yeah. it's like, oh, Jason Statham's in there, and he's made, like, a gazillion movies. But yeah, I always think of B-movie status whenever I, I um, see... <laughs> minute so i was like oh cool the rock and jason statum i was like okay so that brings him up into the into the upper echelons because yeah normally i mean yeah i i should look at his um filmography he just strikes me as somebody in real life who would be an asshole oh no maybe whereas yeah it looks i mean johnson he seems like he's he's you know like the coolest guy a little arrogant but Dwayne Johnson seems like, yeah, the coolest kid in school. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you, you're like a little annoyed because like, man, everybody loved Dwayne. You know, he's like so fucking awesome. But then at the same time, you know, he is fucking awesome. You can't really hate him because he's, he's cool, you know. Whereas Jason Statham seems like, you know, you know that asshole slept. <laughs> Fuck you, Jason Statham. 
fuck you. Right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I, that reminds me, you know, the hate I used to have for Jerry O'Connell. You mean, what do you mean used to? You still have that hate. I still have it, yeah. So in the, the Veronica Mars movie, he shows up, right? He's the new sheriff in town. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, the older brother or the little brother of Sheriff Lamb who died earlier in the series. Anyway, uh, so as soon as he showed up, I was like, oh, hell no. Jerry O'Connell? <laughs> why? I mean, why? Why does it have to be in my Veronica Mars? And so I now, reading just... <laughs> the Veronica Mars novels, every time Lamb shows up, I made a picture in my head, not just Jerry O'Connell. Mm-hmm. But Jerry O'Connell with this long, shaggy haircut. Oh, jeez. And I, already, I just don't like the dude. All right, There's something skeevy about him. <laughs> you always remember. said that about him. There is something about him <laughs> that, you know, I would not leave my 13-year-old cousin alone with him. Okay. <laughs> about him. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm going to a picture of the dude right now. See if I can find him with the, the long hair from Veronica Mars. There's just something about the dude. It's just not... Not a good, not a good vibe. So what's funny when you're talking about Jason Statham and how his person who plays his sister is 31, his wife, (laughs) is it his wife or his girlfriend, is 32. (laughs) See? See? (laughs) They're engaged. They, yes, they've been together since 2010. It is um, model actress Rosie Huntington Whitley. Oh, I know her? Yep. She was in the Transformers movie. Yeah, and they they have a child together. But yes, they're they're um <laughs> engaged. And doing a quick count, Jason Jason Statham has been in forty five movies. And wow. I've seen I've seen like I saw on the list there's Transporter, the Italian job. I've seen a couple of the stuff he's been in. Was he in the mechanic? Or not the mechanic. Um what was the movie called? It was a remake of an old Charles Bronson film, and I love that movie. Mm-hmm. It's a movie mechanic, actually, if he fixes things. Yes, well, he it says yeah. Mechanic Resurrection in 2016. Yeah. So. so I love the original. I've never seen his version of the mechanic because I heard that they change it a bit. Probably. The original movie is one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, yeah, Mechanic 2011. He did, do. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I, but I've I've put off watching it not because I have anything really against him. It's just I love the original movie, and I cannot imagine that. I they, think I saw it. Actually, it, it wasn't bad at all. I think oh, I the remake. But you haven't seen the original. No, I haven't seen the original. But yeah, so it's Jason Statham. Like, if he's going to be in a movie, you know, there's going to be action. So, like for me, Jason Statham is today what like Schwarzenegger or even. Um, Stallone, that kind of, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme of their period, <laughs> he's that of See, All right, you just nailed it, all right? Okay. So I think of Dwayne Johnson and Jason Statham, all right? It's like the difference between an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie and a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. <laughs> You nailed it exactly. Okay, because whereas... Schwarzenegger could be is, in terrible movies, but he could also be in wonderful movies. Right, so he's The Rock. He was in Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there you go. Um, I don't know how we went, end up down this rabbit hole for so long, but I... Um, those are our movie choices, or, or just our movie discussion this week, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, Jerry I think we spent is, a lot of... <laughs> oh, Jerry O'Connell is like some sort of... <laughs> I don't know. There's something wrong with it. And, and it's just funny. It's like you have this very weird nonsensical dislike of him but i mean i get it it's an intense feeling i know i know that man if he's not a child molester or a rapist wow really i'm I'm saying there's something fucked up in his head i see it in his eyes i i I don't know how i can say it but i i know it when i see him i know it I was not going to go out there. I was going to say something <laughs> that was even more offensive as a response, but oh, <laughs> I was, <okay. laughs> no, I'm not going to do it now. Um, Why not? <laughs> I was just, <laughs> no, I'm not, I, I, I've done enough so far this episode, but I get that there are people, sometimes there are people you just see and you immediately dislike. There's just yeah. something about them. You can't explain it. It's not rational, but, yeah, so I get it. I get it. I just think it's hilarious that you've you've continued to carry this torch of hating him for so long. So, yeah. so yes, yes. So Please. ten million subscribers already. Wow! <laughs> Shoot. Yeah, that is and, insane. Uh, and I, you know, I've enjoyed it so far. I watched the first episode last night of the uh, the series that stars Jeff Goldblum, mm-hmm. and interesting because every week it's just him like investigating things he finds you know intriguing so the first episode and you would you would like this because it was about sneakers <laughs> i would the person yeah. who gets sneakers every every year for but his I mean, birthday is the okay look you know it's in your blood okay i have like a pair of sneakers and i've had it for like 15 years <laughs> i don't wear sneakers generally so but you know he like goes to sneaker con <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. And is it really? Like, or... Yes. Oh my god! And it's just all about sneakers and shoes. And, the, and he and these dudes are walking around. He he shows like you know some of them like haggling, and you know they're buying. There's this old dude who buy bought these these shoes for like eighteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars as like collectors items in cash. Yep. These people have wads of money in cash, and this other guy bought thirty two thousand dollars worth of shoes. Yeah, I I just can't even. And they had this, they had a young kid there who looked about T'Challa's age and um, Jeff Goldblum asks him, so, you know, what's the most you've paid for a pair of shoes? And he said, $1,500. Jeez. And, um, but Goldblum, you know, it's funny because Goldblum has this weird thing about him where it's like, it's like, he's, you know, I love Jeff Goldblum, but he has this thing where it's like, he seems to be flirting with like everyone. Mm-hmm. Like male, female, attractive, unattractive, whatever. <laughs> but he—he's—it's like he doesn't actually say anything, right? Okay. <laughs> but like, for instance, that there was this girl that he goes in and he's meeting these people, and and there's this girl who's running on a treadmill wearing these shoes, right? And the the shoemakers are like studying her while she's running, you know, to see the you know how the shoes work and stuff. Right. I'm sure that's what they're studying. But go ahead. Well, yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. they introduced Jeff Goldblum to her, right? I forget what her name is. Let's say her name is Megan, right? Okay. And I says, you know, this is Megan. You know, and he's like, well, uh, well, hi there, Megan. It's nice to uh, nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something about the way he says it. Well, I think it's hilarious that you're like, oh, I love Jeff Goldblum, and I'm like, I am the opposite. Like you don't like Jeff Goldblum. I have liked him in but he he feels kind of swarmy to me like i'm oh, like yeah but he feels to me like you know like harmless um kind of 
scurvy. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's like harmless skeevy, right? Uh, mm. You know, if you left your 13-year-old cousin with him, he <laughs> would flirt with her. But that's but it? He wouldn't touch her. Okay, all right. He would flirt with her, and he would say things that were like borderline inappropriate and kind of smile to see what kind of reaction he'd get. But he's not actually going to touch her. Well, right? I mean, I like, okay, I so I like put something him in her drink. <sighs> right. I liked him in maybe what? Earth Girls are easy. And maybe Jurassic Park. What about but, Thor um, Ragnarok? Hmm, I forgot he was in it. He's Grandmaster. Yeah, I forgot he was Great in it. Great movie. What yeah, about- I mean, I'm just saying. I, <laughs> I'm, I, he just, I don't know. Like, I hate his apartments.com um, commercials. Oh, I, love I vaguely remember he's in that, but. Yeah, he was also in um, uh, The Big Chill. No, I get that he's been in all these movies. I'm just saying I'm not necessarily a huge fan of his. Like, right. I, was it the – I can't remember if it was you and I or someone else that was talking about, like, even with um, what oh, – Kevin Spacey. Um, if – like, for me, even though he is obviously skeezy, like, I still don't see him that way. Like I'm okay. I'm still okay with it. Like I like him yeah. as an actor, even yeah, yeah, though he's yeah, very it. odd. You know, he's clearly yeah. an odd person. But Goldblum, no, I'm just no. So there was another part though. Again, talking about Megan, mm-hmm. where <laughs> they show they're like in another room, and you can see like this. It's like an X-ray. So you see her actual skeleton, right, as it's moving. So they can see how the lumbar is moving and blah. Yeah. blah, blah right? And so he says, "Wait, well, he says, so that's Megan." Right. And they said, yeah, that's her. So we can, you know, watch all this. And he goes, wow. He says, you know, I didn't expect to come in here and to see her without her. Uh... And, you know, in my head, I'm thinking her clothes. Mm-hmm. It has this long pause and he says her skin. <laughs> exactly. You know, like, Skeezy. Like I... <laughs> but, but again, that's, it, it's, I, I like him. Okay. I, like him. I like to hang out with Jeff Goldblum. He seems like he'd be fun. No, I, he would not be on my desert island with me. No. Well, I'd say my desert island. Still, no. Still. I'm... But um, also in Disney Plus, they have like every old Spider-Man cartoon. Oh my gosh! Uh, I've been watching stuff from the fit from the the eighties and the seventies. That's uh, insane. You know, they have all of this different stuff. Well, um, I'd actually funny that if it wasn't for the fact that you had sent me a message about it, I had forgotten on that day that it it dropped because I have like a plethora of email accounts and so they're i use them for different purposes so like subscriptions go to one email email address all my medical stuff goes to another email address and i'd not i don't i try to check all of them all the you know at least once a day not to say that a lot of them are full or get much mail but i've not been on top of that recently so i'd completely forgotten and because it's not one of the ones that necessarily pop up on my phone or anything i did not yeah it didn't dawn on me until you sent me the message and because even still before that i'd been with gwen we went to get something to eat before going to the movies and it came up on the crawler on the tv Mm -hmm. that was in there and I was, they were like, you know, Disney Plus, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. So it wasn't until Tuesday night I had to go in there, set, you know, I did everybody's profile and then sent everybody, you know, like created a uh, iPhone chat group 
that yeah. is devoted to Disney Plus because we have that with Netflix. So my brother, of course, pays for Netflix. So he controls that group. And so we use them in the event that we somehow need to change the password, you know, if, oh, if ha hacked or something. Um, so yeah, I created one for Disney Plus and, you know, I went in and had already picked like the images for each person. I was like, oh, if you hate it, change it, whatever. But uh, yeah, the first episode of The Mandalorian it. was good. Was it really? Yeah, it was great. And um, I also watched the first episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, I uh, uh, just because. Have you heard the premise of this thing? It. I mean, is it they're putting on the show <laughs> of the movie within a show? I no. I yeah. Don't. So the premise sounded just absurd, so I had to watch it. I didn't really like it. I have to admit. Okay, I, I'm glad. I liked, Thank you. Yeah, there were two scenes I liked, and the rest of it, I was complete. I was actually reading during most of it because it was so. Big. <laughs> But yeah, the premise though, I have to say, whoever came up with the idea, I think, you know, just for audacity should get, you know, some sort of like bonus. So yeah, it's set at the fictional high school mm -hmm. that the movies were at. Mm -hmm. And so this woman comes there, she's the new like, you know, music director or whatever. And yeah, she decides that, you know, it's a shame that the high school that the films were shot at have never put on the musical. And so she decides they're going to put on the musical. And so the kids, strangely, are all, like, incredibly into this. And um, But I just love High School Musical, the musical, the series. The title alone, three-quarters <laughs> but, but But then I watched it, and it was classic. Okay. Well, I, there are times yeah. where I'm like, I never understand how a show is going to make it past one season. Because how do you yeah. keep that going? I, I, I have no idea. For me, it's not lasting past one episode, but um, it's still, I, I, I like the fact that they, they had the, they tried it. Well, I mean, I'm still, I, I still haven't watched anything on it yet. Uh, I don't, you know, not to say that I won't, it's there. I'm sure my other family members will very much be using it, but I, um, I'm still watching, I'm <laughs> watching my shows on Amazon. And it's hilarious because I'm still, you know, my shows are still getting recorded on the DVR and I often forget about the other shows because I'm watching my, the stuff on, on Amazon. So I love to watch series, you know, I love to binge. And so I'm completely caught up now on Murdoch, which I guess I started what, like a month or two or so ago. I finished all 13 seasons of it. Um, so, well, not fully 13 cause it's in the 13th, but I'm caught up now. So it's part, it's at that point now where Amazon doesn't have the new episodes for the new season. So I have another place that I go and find, I can watch anything, any of the new seasons of stuff. So I'm caught up on that. And each of, each one of those seasons, I think were maybe 13, 14 episodes and they were all mm. like 40 something minute episodes. So I just inhale this stuff. Now I've started a new one. It's an Australian series um, called A Place to Call Home. It ran for six seasons and I am in, I started it like two or three days ago. I'm in season three. Mm. So yeah, I mean, I don't know what it is. It's like, I'm either going to be in my office working myself crazy for you know however many hours on end and then when I'm done I am watching you know at least another five hours of tv every night I, I that is just how I'm wired it's ridiculous but it's my it's just how I escape 
you know, my like mental and my brain gets to shut off thinking about anything specifically analytical, you know, I yeah. could just concentrate on escapism. <laughs> Well, escaping first, my life <laughs> yeah. i think it's the first season of daybreak on netflix um so since then you know the only series i'm really watching right now is um brooklyn 99 mm -hmm. i've almost finished season four they just announced today they're renewing it for season eight um awesome so i still have several seasons to go um and of course once i finish this second veronica mars novel i'll dive into veronica mars season four right only like eight episodes because it's you know short like all the new series are um but yeah and then so, kind of watching you know looking for alaska but i only watched like one episode of that a week Cause yeah because you yeah you had said it was uh, a bit much to yeah yeah well so speaking about um well moving from disney let's go to to sesame street sesame street and I know you're talking about, obviously, you feel like you're about to be 50. Well, Sesame Street, the day before your birthday, turned 50. <laughs> mm. So I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, I think about it. I mean, like, at least a whole generation or so, well, multiple generations would not know a world without Sesame Street, you know? So yeah. I, I, I was excited. I mean, I remember being a kid in the 80s watching Sesame Street on TV because back then we didn't have when we were living in in New York we didn't have cable so you know obviously we're everybody gets Sesame Street <laughs> so yeah. so um the fact that it turned it's now um 50 years old is is awesome the very first so just some I guess some trivia behind the scenes kind of stuff the very first celebrity on it i believe was carol burnett was the really? first well yep first one ever on the show as far as celebs go uh some other stuff here is let's see big bird is is actually six years old and he's eight foot two six years old yep and apparently he is so he is of course one of the original characters and is one of the most iconic children's characters in but then wouldn't he be 50 years old <laughs> you know they don't age <laughs> oh okay all right i got you i got you i got you so it says that today there are more than 150 versions of the show being produced in 70 languages with 1 million kids pl um, playing with a sesame street toy on any given day her you know their website their statistics i was like that's kind of interesting you know that they've basically got uh global saturation going um the the costume for big bird uh apparently was based on a sketch that jim henson did himself and it contains four thousand feathers oh, wow uh the whole and i remember when i was reading this the whole tickle me elmo craze you remember that yes i mean i i was you know i was what let's see it happened the craze was in 96 so i was 15 16 at the time so i you know but i just remember the mass chaos of it all it was yeah. i mean it was like nothing else in the world existed except for the tickle me elmo doll so yes that craze <sighs> happened in 1996 um there was oh they tell a story 
<laughs> that um, so people were arrested for fighting over the doll and some NYC parents hungry for the doll attempted to storm a delivery truck. And during a midnight madness sale on December 14th, a Walmart employee in Canada was injured in Elmo mania when 300 shoppers ran after him when they saw he had the box of toys. That season, one million Tickle Me Elmos were sold. Wow. I just, I'm like, yeah, wow, that is a lot. Uh, there's also some facts about uh, Cookie Monster. So uh, one of the facts is that, well, for one, Cookie Monster actually has a name. It was revealed in 2004. In 2004, his first name is Sid. And another thing is after childhood obesity became a bigger concern in the 2000s, the internet rumor mill claimed that Cookie Monster's name would be changed to Veggie Monster. (laughs) That did not, of course, happen. But um, but yeah, so I do think that that's kind of funny. you know, everyone knows now about the controversy about uh, Bert and Ernie, where they, um, so the Sesame Street has said specifically, even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do, they remain mupp- puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. But I'm like, if anyone, anyone who's watched them are like, um, these two dudes yeah. are, you know, uh, awfully close. So <laughs> yeah, Bert and Ernie. I remember when I was little; they were my favorites. I, I like the Count also. Yes, yes, yes. Count ah, Dracula. Ah, yes. Ah. <laughs> um, another fact: while he was one of the original Muppets on the show, Kermit the Frog actually left Sesame Street after season one, as Henson knew the character would become his signature Muppet. Yeah. So, yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's true. I mean, yeah, my, um, I forgot. Oh, when I was talking to Gwen about it, I think she was like, oh, I didn't know he was a Muppet. I was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew he was a Muppet. Oh, yeah. Um, well, but... sometimes he would still show up on Sesame Street. Right. Sometimes right. they would do like the weather report, mm-hmm. and it was Kermit who would do those. So, yeah, that was. Pink so, weather report, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, one episode that once, that only aired once was banned because it caused an influx of letters from parents. It was apparently the, a 1976 episode that featured Margaret Hamilton reprising her iconic role as the Wicked Witch of the West from what, The Wizard of Oz. Oh, that wow. Is too scary? Once. Probably, because I'm like, that freaking scared me in, season in, in The Wizard of Oz. She was, yeah. So, she would have been much older by then. Yep, she would have been. Um, and then... Another really cool one. There are two Muppets um, that were retired due to controversies. There was Roosevelt Ham- um, Franklin, the first African-American puppet, was removed from the show in 1975 after five years uh, after complaints from parents and critics alike that the character was racist, with Roosevelt becoming a source of racial tension. The other controversy... Huh. Uh, involved Don Music, a a composer Muppet that was on the show in the 70s and 80s and was known for banging his head against uh, his piano. After parents, yeah, I remember that one too. I was like, yeah, after parents called in to complain that their children were basically doing the very same thing because i mean you know yeah you're yes i remember that that, that, that's meant to kind of thin out the herd (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, if you see the kid useful. doing that, then that ch- that child is it, no. Yeah, it <laughs> so. just lets you know. Um, one of the final ones I'll mention is that in 1970, Sesame Street was banned in Mississippi after the State Commission for Educational Television uh, removed it from airing because of racial grounds. Some of the members of the commission were very much opposed to showing the series because it uses a highly integrated cast of children, a member of the committee said at the time. Well, the ruling was reversed less than one month later. And I was shocked by this one because I'm like, in 1970, you, there were still people complaining about, you know, like, it's too diverse a show. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think that maybe, I don't, for me, I feel like when it comes to like these issues around white black stuff, that it belongs something like in an earlier era. era. I mean, I know the 70s is just a oh. decade after the 60s, but it, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I grew up obviously in a world where race to me wasn't as huge a deal or faux pas as it was back then so it just seems so weird to me that the whole state would ban it (laughs) for for the for that you know because of that but you know i guess it makes sense that it would be mississippi i mean it could have just as easily been alabama so well um, i mean even even baldwin high school my high school um you know the brown versus board of education was in what 1956 Mm -hmm. Um, but the high school was not integrated, fully integrated until 1973. Yeah, and see, that's just so. It still had so body, which was the Negro school. Right, right. Um, 1973, and I tell the kids, I said, I know that seems like a long time ago for you guys, because it's way before you were ever born. But I said I was born in 1972, so that means even though I was only one year old, it means that when I was still when I was alive, mm-hmm. this schools were still segregated. segregated. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah, that is that boggles my mind. It does. It does, and that's why that's why it feels like. Because for me, I'm like, yeah, the '70s wasn't that far away, and I don't know if in my mind I've somehow cocooned it that oh, the civil rights stuff happened in the '60s, and so everything was great. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone's integrated now, and you know, so so yeah. Um, I did see one more. I forgot. Do you remember Mr. Hooper? On the Not show? The oh, wait, so, wait, Mr. Hooper was, I think I remember the Mr. Hooper. That was a lot yeah. of person. Yeah. Yes. So Mr. Hooper was one of the first four humans to appear on the show and ran Hooper's store. Like, I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. Mr. Hooper yeah. um, with Will Lee being the first actor cast, and he was on the show until his death in 1982. Rather than recast the role, the, the I remember they did an episode where he died, right? The, yes, the producers decided yeah. to use the real life tragedy to educate children on death in an episode that ironically, oddly, aired Thanksgiving Day, 1983. <laughs> wow. Okay. I was like, why? Yeah, what a Thanksgiving you... episode. Yeah, it's the death episode. As you're eating your dead turkeys, let's watch a show on, you know, Mr. Hooper having died. So, but yeah, I remember, I mean, and I think it's because in the 80s they were still showing episodes from the 70s and stuff i remember mr hooper you know even though he died when basically the year i turned three but yeah yeah so i mean just to think about how long again the show has been on the air um is just insane to me it's 
you know, it's, it's kind of, it's an institution, right? So, you know, you can't, I don't think there's any kid or anyone alive at this point that can say that they've never seen or don't know Sesame Street. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was the new, I don't know if my kids know Sesame Street. I'd have to ask him. He probably know what you're like your kids in school. Yeah. I would think that they at least know of Sesame Street. But yeah, that would be something interesting to ask them because I figured they would know of. Maybe they didn't watch it quite as much because, I mean, for us, you know, we had less viewing options anyway. And so Sesame Street, everyone was watching Sesame Street because, oh, it was, you know, aimed at children. And, you know, again, you had less channels. So, so right. yeah, but but yeah, I, I do ask them and find out if, you know, how many kids actually know how to get to sesame street <laughs> yeah. very nice very nice all right well see this is a pretty short episode really no it's just as long as it minutes. always is but look how early we're finishing oh my god okay whatever still super long well peace out slimes that makes no sense slimes you looked it up i know but it still doesn't cool feel people. right yeah, don't it doesn't feel right. You're gonna have to come up but with fuck off slimes. How's that? <laughs> <laughs>